0: Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: When Irish eyes are smiling, sure it's like the morning's Oh, Duffy's Davin where do you lead me to eat? Archie, the elite meet deed, Archie you? speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. I guess you heard the good news about Rhinelander McGurk, huh? Yeah, born a poor boy in humble surroundings, came up the hard way, nobody to give him a helping hand, and yet he winds up being electrocuted in one of the top prisons of the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just shows that we're living in a true democracy, Duffy. <clears throat> Was his family proud? Well, uh, strangely enough, uh, some of them was uh, rather shocked. Yeah. Three of them were sitting right alongside of him. It was the first time in history, instead of using an electric chair, the prison had to use a sofa. Huh? Well, I'm busy cleaning up the joint, you know. It was quite a mess after the going-away party that we had for McGurk. Well, no, uh, himself wasn't here. Uh, We just drank to him, you know, and absentia. Yeah. Yeah, we just kept drinking toasts until the lights dimmed twice. Then everybody cheered and went home. Well, look, I gotta hang up now, Duffy. As I say, I'm working hard getting the place cleaned up. Oh, yes, I'm working very hard. Okay, Fats, you shuffle and I'll deal. (laughs) Excuse me. What? What, Duffy? What do you mean I never do no work around here? I love your audacity. Who cleans out the joint? Who cooks the food? Who waits on the customers? Who does all the dirty work? I know, but who tells fats to do it? <laughs> huh? Ah, go soak your head. <clears throat> ah, that Duffy. I worked me fingers to the grindstone. What do I get? Nothing but retribution. I'm sick of it. Work, 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 work. Okay, fats, I got two pairs. Three of a kind. You win. Work, work, work. Why do I work so hard? Look at me, I'm down to a skeleton. Look at how my chest has shrank. It ain't shrank. It's just going to pop. <laughs> Look, it just happens that I'm wearing a fat apron. Miss, Mr. Archie, if people lost weight wake- waking. Yeah. You'd look like Man Mountain Dean. Just a minute. Are you inferring that I ain't laborious? I'm only saying you spend so much time watching the clock that when we went off daylight savings, you had to set your eyes back one hour. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I'll prove to you that I lost weight on this job. Here, I'll show you on the weighing machine. Hey, wait a minute, Fats. Look on the back of this card. It's got me fortune. It says today will be your lucky day, Mister Archie. You ain't gonna believe that little card. Oh no. See, me luck has started already. Look, I got me penny back. What's so lucky about that? I put in a slug. Yes, sir, Fats. There's a uh, time in the affairs of the tide of men when the flood of the gate leads on to fortune. <laughs> and, oh, it's probably the Irish sweetcake going. <clears throat> Just hope I don't get nervous in the newsreels. sense. The Irish, huh? Oh. Hello, Fats and Begara. Huh? Who's this? Oh. Who is it? Chin Lee. You know, from the laundry. Uh, <clears throat> tell me, uh, what can I do for you, CL?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Well, that's swell. Okay. Uh, well, I'll I'll be seeing you, flæten bligglar. More good luck. Yep. It's uncanny, Fats. The laundry lost me shape. <laughs> that is good luck. Yeah. Yeah, so instead of a shirt, Chin is going to give me 25 cents in cash. 25 cents for a shirt? I told him I bought it new. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, that fortune-telling card was right. Ain't it a funny thing the way some days is lucky and other days is jinxes? Like the time that Tim Hannigan walked under that ladder. Bad luck? Bad. That's the day that Tim Hannigan walked under that ladder. He was young and healthy and strong full of life and then three days later they found him married (laughs) and look at rhinelander mcgurk you mean the guy that was electrocuted? Yeah. Even he had a touch of bad luck. Uh, oh, I. Oh, hello, Finnegan. How are you? Oh, I'm busy working, huh? Busy working? Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a job for the holidays running the elevator at Messi's. Well, you're running the elevator, and how come you're here? I've been grounded. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah.
2: Apparently. Yeah.
1: Too bad. What happened? Your your brain leak at high altitudes? Oh, no. It's all because of a slight misunderstanding. Misunderstanding, huh? Yeah, you see, I thought Macy's had two basements. But they haven't. They have now. No. You mean... I drove that elevator 20 feet below the ground. Well, after you did that, then what did you do? Oh, don't worry. I, I kept me wits about me. You did, huh? Oh, yeah. I nonchalantly opened the door, turned to the passengers, and I said, Step up, please. Real quick thinking, Finnegan. Tell me, how did you get this job with how me? How did I get it? Uh, I had experience. You, you remember Chicago at the stockyards? I used to run that outdoor elevator. Oh, and the experience helped Jet Macy. Macy's? Huh? No, uh, in fact, it hiked me. It, it got me into trouble. How? Well, in the stockyards, I got in the habit of slapping them in the rear to make them get out fast. <laughs> You did the same thing at Macy's. Yeah, yeah. Except that I was politer. You was politer, huh? Yeah. At Macy's, you wear gloves. <laughs> how diplomatic! Well, how do you, do you like the job? Oh, it's all right. Except that some people are so impossible. They're, they're always complaining. Do you like yesterday? The dame started complaining that she couldn't breathe in the elevator. Why couldn't she breathe? I had a nose caught in the door. <laughs> well, didn't she tell you that her nose was caught in the door? Yeah, but I thought she always talked that way. <laughs> I thought it might be Rudy Dolly's mother. People you have to put up with <laughs> oh, it's well. Today another dame comes in And she says Operator I'd like to change this sky So I says Not in my elevator you <laughs> Well anyway I'm glad you got a job And again And by the way Today is my lucky day too You know your lucky day. How do you know? Well, I, this little card from the weighing machine, it's a lucky omen. Oh, you believe in them lucky omens? Well, certainly, don't you? No, uh, I don't. Take my uncle, for instance. He's got two rabbit's feet, and they brought him nothing but trouble. Two rabbit's feet, and they brought him trouble? Why? Well, he can't find a pair of shoes that'll fit him. <laughs> well, Finnegan, tell me, why don't you go and... Find a mind reader and bet him that he can't. Oh, that's a good suggestion, Arch. It appeals to my sporting blood. Good. Well, I'll be seeing ya. Uh, hey, hey, Miss Buffy, what's the matter with you? What are, what are you looking so excited about?
0: Oh, Didn't you hear what just happened at our house?
1: What?
0: Papa was shaving and the razor slipped.
1: This is me lucky day. <laughs> He was shaving, huh? Tell me, how's he getting along?
0: Oh, fine, but Mama's feeling awful weak.
1: How come your mother's feeling weak?
0: Well, who do you think he was shaving?
1: (laughs) Well, maybe I ain't so lucky after all. What do you mean? Well, one of them weighing machine cars, you know, says that today is going to be my lucky day.
0: Oh, those weighing machine cars. I got on a scale the other day, and you know what the card said?
1: Your case it probably said, deposit another penny, please. Your 200 pounds is up.
0: Archie, I don't weigh 200 pounds. And for your information, I have weighed as little as 110.
1: But you was four years old at the time. (laughs) And what else did the card say? Uh, Any predictions?
0: Yeah, it said, prepare for romance. Ere the night is over, your lips will be burning
1: What happened? Somebody set fire to your mustache?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not That's why I don't believe in those cards Before the night was over Rodney Haybinder had proposed Well? To the girl next door (laughs) Well, at
1: least you was close.
0: <clears throat> I should have suspected it those nights when the three of us were sitting in the hammock. Why? His feet were always in my lap. <laughs> I thought, you know, I, I thought I should take what I could get.
1: Yeah, I see. Uh, well, Mr. Archie. Yeah, Fats. Special delivery letter for you. Let me have it. Hey, it's from Sing Sing. It's from Rhineland and McGee. How do you know? Part of the envelope is singed. <laughs>
0: Probably wrote
1: it on his death seat. Leave us take a look at it. Hey, hey, Fats, it's his will. It says, to whom it may concern, crime don't pay. I hereby leave six million dollars to me old buddies in the New York Police Department. And to me old pal Archie, I bequeath one half interest in me racehorse, Stumblebump. Did you hear that, Miss Duffy? I inherited a half a racehorse. I told you this was me lucky
0: day. Oh, wh- what else does the, the letter say?
1: Well, let me see. P.S. In case I break out of this place, you'll be seeing me in person. Signed, Ryan Lana McGirt. P.P.S. He didn't. <laughs> you... Signed, the warden.
2: <laughs>
1: Boy, that weighing machine was right. Look at me, the, the bona fide owner of a half of a racehorse. Hey, Fats, quick, uh, give me some sugar cubes and a bale of hay. Why? What do you mean, why?
0: Maybe you haven't got the half to eat. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe it's... Oh, no, Rylander wouldn't do that to me, his old pal. He... He knows how I always like to look a gift horse in the mouth Well, gang, this calls for a real celebration It's me lucky day, Miss Duffy, get out the champagne Fat some music, please While everybody drinks a toast to Archie The half-horse racetrack tycoon <laughs> the other half of that horse. The other half? Yeah, that's right. I never thought of that. I wonder who does own the other half. Well, whoever he is, I just hope he keeps up his end. (laughs) You know, it costs a lot of money to keep up a horse. I
0: wonder how
1: it could be. Well, I don't know who the guy is, but when we put the horse on a big race, I hope that his half won't be dragging.
0: (laughs)
2: Mr.
1: Archie, hmm? do you know anything about horse racing? Are you kidding? Fats, I was born with the smell of a saddle.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> and
1: horse flesh in me veins. I, you know, I learned to ride when I was a kid only five years old. In fact, the rest of the kids in the neighborhood used to call me Archie the Jock.
0: How do you spell that? <laughs> I
1: mean, how do you spell it? They spelled it J-O-K-E-Y, Jockey.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: sir. Day after day, I used to race my own little pony. Hour after hour, I'd sit in a saddle till me little pants was worn thin. Did you ever win? Well, not every time, but I always managed to show. <laughs> But what am I doing Don't waste my words here? I better get me stable organized. Uh Finnegan. Uh, uh, are you a lover of horse flesh? Well, frankly, Arch, I prefer salami. <laughs> Finnegan, I'm talking about racehorses. Oh, oh the race horses. Yeah? You know, Arch, I own one once. How'd you ever own a racehorse? Well, it was a funny thing. I was out at the racetrack one day. Uh, so this horse leans over the fence And he says uh, Hey, Fagin How'd you like to buy a good horse, In Just a minute You mean a horse leaned over the fence And talked to you? What's so strange about that? It was a very low fence
2: <laughs>
1: uh, But, you know He sure was a fast horse Fast horse, huh? Was you the jockey? No, the jockey was me sister. (laughs) Your sister? Where did your sister ever learn to ride a horse? Oh, Chief, you know that uh, race track down in Florida? The race? Uh, Fine. Widener handicap? Archie it widened her all over.
2: (laughs) Now,
1: stop bothering with these nonsensicals, Finnegan. I'm trying to get this table of mine organized. Now, uh, let me see here. Where can I find a groom?
0: Believe me, it ain't easy.
1: I believe you. <clears throat> but I happen to be talking about a groom for me racehorse.
0: Oh, uh. By the way, Archie, you know after the race they always have a pretty girl standing in the winner's circle.
1: Mm-hmm. So?
0: <laughs> well, uh, maybe if your horse wins, I could stand next to him.
1: Yeah, but how would the judges know which neck to hang the wreath on? <laughs> <laughs> Archie? He's in the back room looking at the racing form. Oh. Say, is it true that Arch owns one half of this horse? Yeah. And some other guy owns the other half? Well, that's right. Well, what part does the horse own? I guess no part. This sort of thing couldn't happen if Abraham Lincoln was alive. Hello,
0: Duffy's Tavern. Oh, it's you, Papa. Where's Lame Brain? He's in the back room looking at the racing form. What, Papa? Oh, well, that's nice. You're sending over 300 pounds of beef? All right. We'll put it in the icebox. Finnegan, fast. Here uh, you are, Papa's sending over 300 pounds of beef for a party in the memory of his dear friend, Rhinelander McGurk. When it gets here, put it right in the icebox, will you?
1: Gee, that's nice of Mr. Duffy. 300 pounds of beef. By
0: the way... What?
1: You sure he ain't sending over your mother?
0: (gasps) That's for your information, Mama only weighs 298. She lost 15 pounds last summer up in Saratoga. (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay, Mr. Duffy, we'll put the side of beef in the icebox, eh? Now, let me look at this racing. (laughs) Wait till
0: Archie finds out about this. Uh, Shall we bring
1: it through the back door or the front door? Huh? Well, what do you know? They're surprising me. They're bringing me little horse to the tavern. (laughs) (laughs) But suppose it's too big to get through the doors. Well, there's only one thing to do. What? We can slice one piece off of one side. (laughs) These butchers slicing a piece off me poor little horse. I I got a
0: better idea. What's that? Why don't we saw it right down the middle? The fiends. No,
1: no, dude. I think we should leave it in one piece. At least Finnegan loves horses. And then barbecue it. <laughs> Lousy cannibal. I just hope it won't be too tough, too tough. He's a sweet little animal, I know it
0: Well, if it's too tough, I suppose we can club it for a few hours
1: (laughs) I'll report this to the CPA
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I disagree with the
1: whole procedure I don't think it should be clubbed at all Nice going, Finnegan I think we should cut it up into little pieces And make hamburgers (laughs) Now, wait a minute, Finnegan I've been listening to this conversation It's gone far enough What a lousy way to treat a poor little horse
0: A horse? Yeah We were talking about a side of beef Oh. Papa's sending it down here Because he's given a party In memorial of Rhinelander McGurk
1: Oh, oh, that's different And I'm sure McGurk will appreciate it You know, he's a great lover of roast beef now, uh, <clears throat> let me finish reading this racing form Hey, wait a minute Holy cat, this is me lucky day What do you mean? Me horse, Dumblebum He's running today <laughs> Where, where? Down south You know, the wealthier horses always go south for the winter <coughs> <coughs> Oh, yeah? Say, say, look, Arch He must be a great horse Why? The odds are a hundred to one Now <laughs> that. That's an old trick, you know. They jack up the price to make the other horses overconfident. <laughs> oh, I see. Hey, who's he running against, George? Right? Well, let's see here. Third race, Harry Boy. Slow starter, but can win. Susie Q. Startled the clockers at Pimlico. Great in the stretch. Whirlwind. Never looked in better shape. One last six starts. Knockout drop. Cinched to win on dry track and stumble bomb. what's it say about him? good to his mother
0: I thought this was your lucky day
1: it still is Finnegan, here's two bucks I want you to go down to lefty's pool room and put her on my horse uh, right, what would a horse be doing in a pool room? Yeah. The horse ain't in the pool room The bookie's in the pool room, now get going uh, But I... Right. Come on, get in your stirrup right, I just want to see if I got it straight Okay so I go down to the lefties and shoot a game of pool with a horse named Get in Your Stirrup No, no, Finnegan Bet two bucks on a horse called Stumblebum. Oh, that horse that you own half of Yeah, put two bucks on his nose Suppose you own the other half. <laughs> okay, put two bucks on that, too. <clears throat> Maybe he'll back in. <laughs> this is my lucky... Arge! Are you back, Finnegan? Yeah, say, Arge. Uh, are you sure you got a horse? Of course. Why? The guys down the bookie joint say you got a dog. Well, maybe it's on account of he's been scratched so often They think he's got fleas Uh, did you put down the bet? Just like you told me Is he still a hundred to one? Oh, better than that, Arch Better than that? Yeah, he's two hundred to one. Oh. Bucks at 200 to 1, it's almost $298. <laughs> hey, this is me, Lucky Day. Fats, turn on the radio quick. I want to hear the results. Okay, Lucky. And here are the horses coming out of the paddock for the third race. Whirlwind is leading the field with Stumblebum second. a boy, Stumblebum, stay in there.
0: Archie. Come on.
1: Pass that whirlwind.
0: Archie. Come on,
1: Stumblebum.
0: Archie. What? The race hasn't started yet.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: just, just a minute,
0: folks.
1: There seems to be some delay. Two officials are coming out on the track with a large bale of hay with 25 candles on it. They're taking it over to Stumblebum. <laughs> yes, Fox, it's Stumblebum's 25th birthday. <laughs> well you know, it's my horse's birthday. <laughs> Mazzleton! <laughs> Thank you. To say the least, folks, this stumblebum is no man of war. Ain't that wonderful? He's comparing him to the greatest horse that ever lived. And now the horses are lined up at the starting gate. And just a minute, stumblebum seems to be down on one knee. Uh, probably going to start from a crouching position. <laughs> it's all right, folks. He's up out. and there they go. Running products world win by two lengths. PQ second by a length and a half, followed by Harry Boy, Quick, and Speed King. Where's Stumblebum? Stumblebum is now leading the post. What? Well, what do you know? Stumblebum is now running away from the field. Had a voice, Stumblebum? Only he's running in the wrong direction. <laughs> Maybe Stumblebum is a mutter. Does he have to pick a time like this? <laughs> and speed king, whirlwind, stumblebum, stumblebum is on the rail. On the rail, get back on the track. <laughs> and here they're coming down
2: the stretch.
1: It's whirlwind by a length. Harry boy, brings quick, and here comes stumblebum. Come on, stumblebum. Come on, stumblebum. Come on, stumblebum. Come on, stumble on whirlwind. Well <laughs> again what's the idea? I just wanted to break the monotony. There's stumblebum out Folks. Come on, Stumblebum! Make it a real lucky day for me. This Stumblebum is sensational. The way he's running, you think he was a horse.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: His two owners must be mighty proud of him today, and now, as they're they near the finish line. Get Stumblebum by one length. Stumblebum by two lengths, three lengths, and now, flash! Stumblebum will hit the headlines in every paper in the country. What happened? He just dropped dead. <laughs> What? The winner is
2: Will Wins!
1: Holy cat! I lose the race, I lose my horse. I guess this just ain't my lucky day. Yes, folks, this is a tough break for Archie, one of the two owners of Stumblebum. You're telling me? But nothing compared to the misfortunes of the other owner of Stumblebum, who bet $500 on him. That gallant sportsman and tavern owner. Who?
2: Patrick
1: J. Duffy. How do you like that? Duffy lost 500 bucks. It is me lucky day after all. Listen again next week, friends, to Duffy's Tavern, transcribed by NBC.